0: Hi, I'm Mike Bauman, and welcome to It's Election Day Somewhere. Today, somewhere is the United Kingdom, where on Thursday, February 23rd, there are important by-elections happening in Stoke-on-Trent Central and Copeland. Let's begin with Stoke-on-Trent Central, because it's by far the more colorful of the two by-elections. Uh, Stoke-on-Trent is an open seat because of the resignation of Labour MP Tristram Hunt. Uh, He left to become the director of the Victorian Albert Museum in London, which has by far the best collection of Victorias and Alberts in all of the world. The the hanging Victorias, much better than the seated Alberts. Uh, This seat has been held by Labour since it was created in 1950, but in the 2016 Brexit vote, voted 69.4% to leave. Uh, The electorate in this area is majority working class and has higher-than-average unemployment. And this seat in the 2015 general election, the last time they voted for uh, MPs, uh, had the lowest turnout in all of the UK with only 49%. Only 49%. As an American, I don't want to say only. I want to say, how the hell did you get 49% of your people to come out? That's friggin' amazing. Now, let's take a look at some of the people who are running for this seat. Uh, The Conservative Party has uh, selected Jack Brereton. He's a Stoke-on-Trent city councilor. He's only 25 years old. The photo he supplied to the stokesentinel.co.uk website kind of looks like my cousin right before he got stood up for prom. So, you know, he's a newcomer. He's a school governor at Hillside Primary School. And uh, when he was selected, he said that this is, quote, an opportunity for the people of Stoke to send a message that the referendum result must be respected. In other words, we have to stick with uh, the Brexit. Now, underneath his photo, there were seven comments on the profile on the website. The first one said he, quote, looks like a fart smeller, unquote. And the last one called him simply a smug Tory cunt. So that's what the people of Stoke-on-Trent think of him. Uh, the Liberal Democrats have selected a doctor, Dr. Zulfikar Ali. Uh, he's an NHS consultant. Uh, he's a cardiologist. He ran for the same seat in 2015 and came in a respectable fifth place. He's a former city councilor of Stoke-on-Trent. And he describes himself as a passionate remain supporter and says he's most concerned about NHS and care funding. Of course, the NHS is under assault under the uh, the conservative government who really wants to privatize all those things. You know, they want to be more American, because who doesn't want to be more American these days? The Green Party has selected Adam Kullclough. He's a 45-year-old warehouse worker. He's lost two city council elections already. And, by the way, the Green Party in this seat, the best they've ever done, is sixth place. Uh, In his profile, he said, We're standing against those who want to create conflict between different social groups here. So he's definitely never been elected as a politician, but he's got politician speak down perfectly. The Christian People's Alliance has selected Godfrey Davis. He's a retired Merchant Navy deck officer. He wants to use government grants to revive the local pottery industry which sounds like a minor point, but it's one of the six major pottery towns in England. Uh, He's standing for, quote, the importance of marriage between a man and a woman, the sanctity of life, and justice for persecuted Christians, unquote. Uh, The Christian People's Alliance Party favors Brexit and has never won a parliamentary seat. That's it for the more boring candidates. Let's get on to the fun ones. There's an independent candidate. Uh, Her name is Barbara Fielding. She's 78 years old, and last week she was arrested for for violating Section 19 of the Public Order Act of 1986. That makes it it an offense to publish or distribute written material, which may stir up racial hatred. Uh, Her website calls for all immigrants to be sent back to where they came from, and warns of, quote, a seeping tide of Islamic warriors, unquote. So, let's repeat this. One of the candidates for the seat was arrested for racism. Now, she's technically an independent candidate, but she is leader of the Abolish Magna Carta, Reinstate Monarchy Party. Let me repeat that. The Abolish Magna Carta, Reinstate Monarchy Party. So that's the kind of party where I guess they party like it's 12:14. The British National Party or BNP, which uh is a bunch of assholes. That's at their on their party letterhead. British National Party, we're a bunch of assholes. Their candidate is David Furness. In the 2016 London Mayor election, he finished 10th. In two previous parliamentary by-election contests, he polled a combined 1,088 votes. That's in two different elections combined 1,088 votes. When asked by ITV, who do you most admire, he answered, Donald Trump. He filmed a campaign ad in the parking lot of the Bet365 Stadium which is the home of the Stoke City Football Club, a Premier League club, leading Stoke City to release the following statement. The club wishes to make it clear that it in no way supports his views or those of the BNP. Uh, Furness's and the BNP's main campaign pledge is to stop all future mosque plans and development in Stoke-on-Trent. Now, Labor Party. Keep in mind, Labor has held this seat since 1950 their candidate is gareth snell so of course he supports remain interestingly enough he did not support jeremy corbyn's re-election as labor party leader last year he's a member of the newcastle Lyme borough council and has recently been forced to apologize to his wife his grandmother and daughter publicly for a bunch of offensive tweets he made about women uh, these were all from a couple years ago But highlights include he called Janet Street Porter, one of the co-hosts of ITV's Loose Women, a, quote, polished turd, unquote, and called the other hosts a bunch of squabbling, sour-faced ladies. Probably more problematic than, you know, the misogyny and sexism in this election is that he once tweeted that Brexit is, quote, a massive pile of shit. That's another tweet for which he's apologized. And finally, we get on to the UKIP candidate. Of course, UKIP is the UK Independence Party, formerly run by Nigel Farage, but is now headed up by Paul Nuttall. That's Paul Nuttall. Nuttall for all the nuts in the UKIP. Nuttall is the head of UKIP and is standing for the seat. He's 40 years old. He's a member of European Parliament for Northwest England since 2009. And some of his big issues, he favors a ban on wearing burkas in public. Uh, He's fine with waterboarding, perfectly okay with that, he's pro-life, he supports the reintroduction of the death penalty, and he's a big old climate change denier. Nuttall's come into a bit of controversy lately because of his tenuous relationship with the truth. He claimed that he played professional soccer. Mm, He never played professional soccer. Uh, In 2009, his website claimed he was joining the board of a vocational training charity. He was never invited to join that charity. And most recently, and this may be the biggest one, uh, he spoke of his experiences on a TV show at the Hillsborough disaster. Now, if you've never heard of the Hillsborough disaster, you definitely need to look this one up. It it, it was a terrible thing. that happened in 1989 at the Sheffield Wednesday Football Club Stadium. Ninety-six people died. 766 people were injured. Yeah, when it, it it's just a mess L- look it up it's very much for americans it's like the who concert in 1979 in cleveland it was just a rush of people now he spoke of his experiences at the hillsborough disaster one little problem with that he wasn't there so he kind of pulled it back and said well i had friends who was there he didn't have friends who was there so that well that that's very much you kip in a nutshell And we mustn't forget the most important and prominent person running in this by-election. That would be the candidate for the monster-raving loony party. His name is The Incredible Flying Brick. When when asked about Brexit, whether he was for remain or leave, whether he was in or out, his response was in, out, in, out. Out, shake it all about. Now, some of the things he's running on: uh, all European trains should be fueled by gravy. And when asked how to increase trade, he says that the Queen should knight Donald Trump when he visits the United Kingdom on a state visit, and he should be known forevermore as Sir Comover. Now let's move on to the Copeland by-election, by far not as colorful as the Stoke-on-Trent Central by-election. This seat's open because Labour MP Jamie Reid resigned to join a nuclear company, which is a big employer in this area. This seat has been held by Labour since 1935. Once again, Labour was all about Remain, but Copeland voted 60% to leave in the Brexit referendum. Uh, The the major candidates are Labour's Gillian Troughton and the Tories' Trudy Harrison. The only other candidate I'd bring up for fun is the Lib Dem candidate, Rebecca Hansen. She's a town counselor in Cockermouth. Yes, the town of Cockermouth. Now, it's named that because, yes, it's at the mouth of the River Cocker. I should also mention that my high school nickname was River Cocker, and that's why I'm not allowed at any swimming parties. Now, I'm recording this while they're counting the ballots, so we're going to go to a commercial break, and on the other side, we'll talk about the results. This podcast is sponsored by Tomboy Nanny. Handmade toys, games, and accessories can be found at TomboyNanny.com. Just click the Shop button and use the coupon code ELECTION, that's ELECTION, at the checkout for 20% off of your purchase. All items are created by a professional nanny in Los Angeles with bright, colorful yarn. That's TomboyNanny.com Hello again. It's a few hours after I recorded the first bit of the podcast and the results are in. In Stoke-on-Trent-Central, labor has held the seat, but they're down 2% versus what they did last time. Now, that's a big deal because normally in by-elections, the opposition party, in this case Labor, normally outperforms how they did in the previous election. Now, Labor still holds the seat. Gareth Snell gets the seat with 7,853 votes, or 37.09% of the vote. He's followed by Paul Nuttle, the head of UKIP, who got 5,233 votes. And Nuttle is followed closely by the conservative candidate, who got 5,154 votes. Now, that's important because the conservatives really didn't contest this seat. They thought this would be the seat that UKIP could pick off. Now, UKIP really has nothing after this, and really, what's the point in them? The conservatives, under Theresa May, are the Brexit party. Oh, I'm very sad to announce that the incredible flying brick of the Looney Party only got 127 votes. Now, earlier, I applauded in an American sense, the electorate for their lowest in the UK turnout in the 2015 general election of 49%. Now, keeping in mind, there is a really nasty winter storm going through the UK at the moment. Turnout in Stoke-on-Trent Central was 38%. So, welcome to America, fellas. You are definitely not going to be on Trump's list of seven countries who cannot come into the country. Probably the most cogent analysis... Of this election comes from UKIP's Paul Nuttall, who, after his loss, said, If I haven't won, it's because I didn't get enough votes. It doesn't get much clearer than that. And in Copeland, an embarrassing loss for Jeremy Corbyn and the Labour Party as Gillian Troughton has lost to the Conservative Party candidate Trudy Harrison by 2,147 votes. This is the first time the governing party has taken a seat from the opposition party in a by-election in 35 years. But if there's one thing Jeremy Corbyn is good at, it's being embarrassed. So the final score in the British by-elections tonight... Labor won, the conservatives won, but as always, the big winners, the loony party. Well, that's it for me, but I'll be back soon because it's always election day somewhere.